You're listening to the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network, covering and creating all things creepy. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Behold, it's the live show and podcast where we take a look back at the past week in the creepy kingdom. It's the Hey guys, welcome to the Weekly Creepy. I hope you're enjoying your holiday weekend. Let me introduce my two very handsome, fabulous co-hosts today. <laughs> James H. Carter II and the real Johnny D. Oh, stop. Well, I declare. <laughs> oh my gosh, I could see them in the background going like, "Oh, <laughs> I declare." How well, are happy you guys? Happy Fourth of July to y'all today. Thank y'all for having me on the show. I love it. Now you got to keep it. You got to keep doing it the whole show. Keep, now I'll keep doing what, uh, <laughs> particularly, and uh, let me know and I'll do it because I love this show. I'm here for it. Let's go. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. This Fourth of July favorite been- show. What? Who? Uh, uh. Is it your favorite show? This is my favorite show for sure. For shiggity shop, bob boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one's July has been incredible. Uh, I've done so much, so much already. I've I just had yeah. a barbecue uh, early on, like a couple of hours ago, and I can't wait for the fireworks to uh, terrorize the entire neighborhood. So <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you just had a bat, a, bat, a bar mitzvah, but you said barbecue. <laughs> Me oh, too. Okay. That was at lunch. That was during lunchtime. <laughs> Uh, okay. Busy boy, busy boy. Well, it's been a weekend here, you guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Quite said. a weekend here in the creepy kingdom. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You said well. it. <laughs> okay. Well, shall we get started? Yeah, we, sh- we shall. Yeah, yeah. We shall? So, Sarah, what do we talk about first? Actually, before we get started, it's probably worth mentioning yeah. that th- the show is not live for the first time in its existence. <laughs> <laughs> you should have kept the joke going, James. Well, I, it, <laughs> it is the fourth, guys. Don't listen to James H. Carter. I didn't say that it wasn't the fourth. I just said that it, we're not doing the we're live. Not, the show. We're not live. We are alive, but we're not yes, live. We're not live. So uh, no user comments. Uh, I think that's the number one thing I'll miss this week. What about I know. you guys? What do you? What will you guys miss this week? Just the user comments, but yeah. you know it will be. I well, I guess I can't really tell from how it started so far. It seems like it may be slightly less chaotic today, but um, I'm then I'm not really sure anymore well, about that. I mean, maybe maybe if I didn't come in here, you guys, but I came in here and <laughs> stirred up the pot Just a little bit, shake things up. <laughs> yeah, put a little spice in my gumbo. <laughs> All that very like, huh? I just don't know where this came from. <laughs> So good. And, and James will do this all in a bear on a bear rug, ladies and gentlemen. That sounds like a you problem, John. Yep. That's, <laughs> I love that come problem. come back, James. I'm just gonna start using that on Johnny Moore. Just like that sounds problem? like a you problem. I, I it's my favorite comeback. I rarely get to use it. <laughs> well, you're gonna use it a lot when when so you've got Johnny D here. <laughs> I'm glad I have the opportunity. That's great. All right. So what do we what do we talk about first, guys? No comment. Well, I know that I James. Oh. Yeah, you're frozen, but we can hear you. Oh boy! Uh, At least you're I'm smiling. Use, I'm just going to use this picture. I'm concentrating. I'm, this, I'm going to use this still as the in memoriam picture for you. Thank you. No, 
There. You're welcome. Keep going. Don't worry about my frozen <laughs> video. You guys got to keep this not live show going. <laughs> the pressure. Uh, well, I know it's something you're excited to talk about, James. I but am. We, yeah, we had a film review for right. Netflix's Fear Street Part One, which was 1994. Um, oh. That was written by our editor in chief, Kayla Caldwell. Hail and to the then, chief. hail to the chief. Um, <laughs> It has some really some act, uh, actors in it that I'm pretty excited about. Uh, Maya Hawk from her uh, star turning role in Stranger Things as Heather. Oh. And then. Um, what happened to Sarah? <laughs> I was gone and now I'm I back. <laughs> and then um, Olivia Scott Welch uh, was just in Panic that I really, really loved. That was on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. um, and she's in this as well. And other thing, I'm, I haven't seen it yet because we're going to blame Joe. He had rehearse, band rehearsal really late and I was waiting for him and then I was too sleepy. God dang so, it, Joe. I, I know who saw it. I know James saw it. I did. And where did you see it, James? Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I was very fortunate and lucky <laughs> and fortunate and lucky <laughs> and lucky. Anyways, I'll stop doing this voice. Uh, I went with the lady that lives in my house, Shannon McGrew, uh, to the <laughs> premiere <laughs> from Nightmarish Conjurings. Uh, and she was covering the red carpet. And I just got to uh, live the plus one life. Heck <laughs> yes. James, that is the best life you can ever accomplish is living yeah, yeah. one life. Plus one life. I was chilling. Um, you know, no pressure to... and all the perks. That's right. Well, and exactly. there's oh, I, I some glaring going on from the background. Oh, and there she is. The, <laughs> the lady that lives in your house. That's the lady that lives in my house. Yeah. <laughs> She, she always just kind of sneaks around the corner like that as I'm, <laughs> as I'm living my life. But <laughs> gotta be on. You gotta keep your uh, keep your uh, stay alert, kids. Anyway, so we went to the premiere. Your wits uh, about you. Thank you. I couldn't think of the term. <laughs> I knew that's what you were trying to say, but it took me a second too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was so much fun to actually go out to a, a premiere event after you know being in lockdown <laughs> this whole time. It was outdoors, totally safe. Uh, it, it's such a fun way to watch a movie in general. Um, I believe they put it on together with uh, the Street Food Cinema Organization in Los Angeles. Oh, that's cool. Right. They, yeah, they have nice little uh, half chairs to sit on, a little blanket. We had this nice little fun little setup with snacks, all these food trucks. And just you know, being there was fun, of course. Uh, the movie set in the 90s. They had this DJ that was incredible playing all these 90s songs from 90s hip-hop to grunge and mixing them together. That's I, I got, perfect. I got to look up her name because uh, she was doing some like wild stuff with mixing the different genres of 90s music together uh so that was that was a lot of fun in the pre-show um and then when we got like, got to the movie um you know and uh, kayla and i feel very similarly about it as we uh, discussed it but a lot of fun um i actually didn't really know most of the people in the movie uh from other movies so i gotta have that kind of like not really identifying them from anyone else the girls in stranger things um isn't in this movie uh, because this is uh, this is the first of three uh, Fear Street movies uh, that are coming to Netflix. So I guess the first one's on Netflix now. Um, so it was kind of fun just to watch 
and not really know the characters uh, as actors, but just to be lost in their characters themselves. Oh, uh, and, cool. and yeah, and with that, the soundtrack was was awesome. Great '90s music cut in. Uh, a lot of real funny, kind of hyper realistic vibe. Uh, and the, I think the uh, the the uh, the killers, for not being a spoiler, what happens in there? I think they're the, the character design of them is incredible. I think they're like instantly iconic. Uh, I think we're going to be seeing more of these characters around, uh, you know, cosplay and art and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's cool. And uh, yeah, a lot of uh, scream vibes in this film as well. Uh, this is based on books written from R.L. Stein, but the film is is rated R. That's what I was gonna say. Ooh, it's rated R, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So there's, and it's it's most probably mostly for language, but you know there's a few mm. pretty gory scenes that you wouldn't expect in a R.L. Stein joint. <laughs> but, I mean, I never, I mean, look, I never expected R.L. Stein to be the head writer of Eureka's Castle of anything. True. Yeah, and, and that's a super gory show. So <laughs> yeah, super super gory. I mean, oh, Betsy. <laughs> Um, anyways, so, uh, well, it sounds like you had a really good time. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I, while I was rambling, did you throw up my photo from the show? I don't remember. Oh, I no, I didn't. I didn't. There you go. Yes. Yeah, yeah there you go. Like they had epic photo ops there, obviously, from this picture. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there was actually, well, they had the, the killers from the film kind of around just interacting and messing with people and taking selfies and all that kind of stuff. So I, I don't, I don't know if the characters have names. I don't think they do. <laughs> you Yeah. When you see the movie, you'll kind of know like where they come from and what they're doing, but um, a lot of fun, good times. And we're excited uh, to keep covering these films. Uh, I think, I think I don't know if it's every week that they're coming out or every other week. Yeah, yeah, because Fear Street Part Two comes out that nineteen seventy eight one comes out on July seventh. Okay, yeah, so every week, upcoming Friday. Interesting way to release uh, some films. I think that's it's a new thing. Yeah, kind of keep it keep it exciting and Mm -hmm. definitely a good marketing angle because it's keeping it topical for a little while. So, for sure, and yeah, before we close out this Fear Street rambling. uh, they are doing some type of a pop-up immersive event um, in Los Angeles. And of course I don't have this information uh, in front of me right now, but it is, uh, I believe starts on the 8th or 9th of July. Uh, I, and I don't know how to, how you uh, attend it, uh, but yeah. we will have, we will right. have coverage as soon as we actually, as soon as we figure that out and we creepy kingdom, we'll post about it on social media so that people in SoCal can try to sign up and participate in it. Nice. Uh, and yeah, it's, it's on, it's trip. on, what's that? Creepy kingdom field trip. Yeah. Come on down. <laughs> um, but yeah, all I, what I can tell you about it is that it's called fear street rentals and it's, it is uh it is a mock-up video store so i don't really there's no video store in the movie so i don't really know how it ties together so i'm really curious to see <laughs> you know uh how it all goes together it kind of i saw some images of it it kind of looks a little bit like uh the slash slash video yeah that, uh, well, that's what i was museum. thinking yeah it must be similar uh, to that that's yeah, cool so, um so yeah uh, I think we're. I think we're. This is the birth of a of a of a of a favorite horror franchise. That is really unprofessional, Johnny. <laughs> I didn't think anybody would call me right now. Well, that's. <laughs> <laughs> 
to say that to you, but I'm over. <laughs> <laughs> and have have higher self-esteem over yourself. Don't yeah. be like no one's gonna call me. Expect <laughs> that people are gonna call you and mute your phone. <laughs> my phone is muted. Okay. Like anyways, that's the end of my fear street rambling. <laughs> Everybody mute your phones just in case. My phone's over. I was already muted. Good job, me. Just um, and I yeah, also if like reiterating, uh, check out Kayla's review on creepykingdom.com if you want more details. Wait, let me whip that uh, website out just in case nobody knows the website yet. Creepykingdom.com. Oh my god, we got that domain. That's awesome. That's <laughs> Good job. Good job, us. I was really hoping spooky stuff was still available. Yeah, but... yeah we're going with, <laughs> we were going with spooky stuff.net for so long. I didn't know that we got <laughs> <laughs> so we actually yeah we have a our team was hard at work this week we have a ton of reviews up um well, it's, this because kayla's been cracking the whip she has been cracking the whip yes indeed uh we have a series review for freeform's cruel summer mm -hmm. um the review was written by twisted tori yeah and There's, uh harley quinn smith yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. Yes, you're. Yeah, yes, it is. You're right. Yes, it is. Right. <laughs> um, I know it was also just announced that this was renewed for a second season. Um, but in her review, she said it's not clear as of yet if it's going to follow the same characters or be like a whole new concept. Um, and that is live or available to stream now on Hulu and Freeform. So check out Cruel Summer, and if you want to know more about it, read Twisted Tori's review on our website. Yeah, actually, I'm interested in checking that out. I know some of the freeform stuff. I may not be the target demo. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, possibly not. But uh, this premise seemed like a little, a little fun when I remember hearing about it. I don't recall exactly what it was because uh, well, it was at the beginning of the like, season. Basically, like it's like a someone is like a it's like a popular rich girl disappears and then someone kind of like takes her spot like oh, okay and kind of tries to be her but that's like the vague <laughs> vague yeah, story okay, of that, it. That, yeah that's that's ringing about yeah well uh, when Sh shannon had watched a few episodes and told me about it and i was i was like oh this seems interesting i'd watch that or check out episodes and see if i had why are we it. i was like why are we watching me drink iced tea johnny because it's, it's awesome. <laughs> because, it's, because that's because that is the entertainment the weekly creepy We'll, promises we'll, and delivers yeah, yeah exactly. every week that's what i tune in for the iced tea drinking i was like you have it on me and sarah's enjoyed that I, th uh, I think more performances need to end with someone saying the end. Well, yeah, then you, it's just about being clear and, you know, yeah. uh, being a uh, good communication, <laughs> good communication and being clear yeah. with your intentions. I, uh, yes. I appreciate both those values <laughs> in you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, let's see. Yeah. We, all over the place this week. Like I said, uh, we had a book review, uh, unbirthday, a twisted tale. Mm-hmm. Lady James coming through with this review, like, huh? Exactly. And this follows this book follows Alice 11 years after her first trip down the rabbit hole, now as an adult at 18. It's kind of like her, it's obviously um 
an Alice in Wonderland themed tale mm-hmm. with uh, the Queen of Hearts and all her madness. So I think I'm going to add that to my list, but I'm not going to read it now because I don't, I'm really immersed in the Serena Valentino like villains world right now. And yeah. I don't want to, I feel like I need to keep them separated so I don't like, yeah, you know, cr- yeah, yeah, cross <laughs> similar topics. Uh, so. Well, uh, you know, some chats uh, in the creepy book club um, management meetings is that that maybe we would be headed to uh, doing the Twisted Tales series next. So nice. Uh, there's a few other ones we'll do because we'll get into a little more later, but uh, we're about almost caught up with uh, Serena's books. So we're going to need to uh, do some new stuff. So uh, do you know, is the Unbirthday a Twisted Tale? Is that like one of the more recent ones? Like would we be starting earlier on in the series? Well, you really put me on the spot there. Like I have oh, no I idea. don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know a, what? We'll have, that infor- we'll have that information for you when we tell you what book to read. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I was just letting you said you were going to hold off on reading it because you didn't want to cross the <laughs> crisscross the thing. Telling me that you would, uh, yeah, there would be a really opportune. You, know, you will have the opportunity to, to read, read it. it. That's exactly what I was telling you. <laughs> oh, there's a puppy sneaking up here. I told you we'd have a cameo appearance. <gasps> <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Hi. And there's a. Uh, hey, Kayla's cute too. We like Kayla too. But uh, look uh, at, is that Daisy? That's Daisy and Kaylee. Come on over. We keep talking. I love about that. You. I love that little tail <laughs> wag in the back. Hi, hi, Kayla. Everyone's saying hi. She can't hear you. <laughs> we, we've kidnapped Kayla. She lives here now. So, <laughs> I love it. Just expect her to roam in the background of our live streams. But um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, on birthday. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Twisted Tales. You know what's cool too is that um, the author of the book. Uh, left us a comment on Instagram, and she really enjoyed J- Lady James's review. So, oh, perfect! It was really okay. cool. Yeah, so. she made it sound very compelling. So that's why I was like, okay, I'm gonna add this to my list, but I just don't want to confuse myself. <laughs> also, I have to tell on myself. Like, I was catching up with like the Serena Valentino series, mm-hmm. and I had downloaded. I downloaded Odd Sisters on Kindle because it wasn't available on Audible at the time. Mm-hmm. And I like read it like three chapters and then I just left it for so long. So I had to go. So I bought it twice now because I went back and bought it on Audible so I could listen to it because I can't remember her name, but the girl that does the voiceover, like the reading of the yeah, Audible version, a, so good that I was incredible. like, yeah. it, it sounded dumb reading it in my head. It wasn't as good. <laughs> <laughs> You couldn't even imagine her voice. <laughs> I couldn't imagine it right. It wasn't sounding right, so I had to go back and download it. So now I have it twice. Luckily, it's a really good book. So, Hey, uh, we're here to support Serena Valentino, so we buy all of her stuff twice, and so yep, should you. exactly. <laughs> well, I guess we can, speaking of Kayla Caldwell, um, moving on, she actually did another review, uh, which is one I'm, I haven't seen. It's this is a review, uh, film review for The Forever Purge. Um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to checking it out, though. Sounds like it looks like a lighthearted comedy to me. Oh, yeah, oh, definitely. <laughs> very lighthearted. Uh, no heavy topics. Nothing uh, that will upset uh, it, it, people. It's opposite day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, def- it's definitely non-political. There's no political element to the film whatsoever. 
Yeah, this is the fifth film in the series franchise, and from uh, taken from Kayla's review, she said, "If you view entertainment as escapism, you may want to sit no. this installment out. No, it does feel a little too real at times." Yeah, it is. It, that's the whole thing. It's funny about the purge thing. It's at first like, "Oh, what a crazy idea! So far fetched." It's like, and then yeah, years it later, ain't really that far fetched anymore. Yeah, it's like when we first started, it was like, "Whoa!" And then now it's like, "Oh no!" I, I oh like, no! I feel like we're almost there. So. Oh no! Like each time you start watching it, so. Um, Oh, yeah, I feel no. like it's definitely something I want to be in the right mood for. So I'm not like. But I will say from an art. No, I get you. Yeah, for definitely need to be. It's definitely not escapism. Um, but what's from an artistic standpoint, the Purge films bring really cool masks. So let's uh, appreciate the creepy mask the Purge people wear. Yeah. Uh, and uh, well, and with, then you see so many each year, you see all those amazing cosplays too, based yeah, off the different yeah, characters. Yeah, the cosplay, the light up uh, masks and all that stuff. I have a light up mask somewhere in here. <laughs> so yeah, so from a visually aesthetic, there is some art, an escapism, artistic uh, uh, part of it. Uh, and to take it a step further, since this is a universal property, every time there's a Purge movie, uh, we see something at Horror Nights uh, with it. And Horror that, Nights! And that's always been fun. I remember... Um, Sorry, I was going like this. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, the first time I went to Horror Nights Orlando in 2014, they had a, a Purge scare zone. And I hadn't seen any Purge movie at that point, but just a bunch of people like running around me with masks and putting knives up to my face, like nonstop. That was, the, like, it just made me like, giggle and laugh the whole time. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is so much fun. I'm enjoying <laughs> this. Wow. It's like all these little, I mean. Now we know uh, what type of fun you have. Yeah. That is, that <laughs> yeah. Was, that, was fun, I mean, that was the first time I'd been to a scare zone where like, People were putting fake knives in my face. I don't know. Did they even do that in Hollywood? I, I... Well, do you remember the year that the Purge? I don't remember which Purge movie it was mm -hmm. when it was the um, like the focal point in the entrance of Halloween Horror Nights or uh, Hollywood. Remember, no. and they had that. They had. Um, the, I think it might have been the Purge too. The guy was up there. It was like. A, he was oh. standing on top of the truck or something and yeah. on the microphone, like kind of yeah, lead. Yeah. He was like the like, gang leader. I, so. I didn't, I was not uh, in SoCal then, but I remember oh, that incident okay. because uh, what, they were like yelling, they, they were yelling at people. Yeah. You know, on a megaphone, like making fun of, like, like roasting people as they walk by. And apparently, um, somebody they roasted some girl and she got like so upset about it and she she was told her mother she was a teenager and it, and they made news and she yeah. they wanted to sue universal <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Karen. it's like hello you're going to the adult themed event <laughs> like you know what but i don't know anyway know it, it was very in character for the movie yeah everyone's gonna be a karen <laughs> yeah that was little pre-carry um but um, yeah no but anyways i was just say so with the there's definitely some cool back to the, the movie uh the forever purge there's definitely some cool mass character design but what's going on in the movie um <laughs> where the movie ends up <laughs> it's all very real <laughs> it's like it, it is not escapism I whatsoever i feel like it seems like it's going to be similar to me um, similar in my opinion to The Handmaid's Tale which is another show that I was really into but I mm. haven't finished because I started getting 
Like I was like, no, I have to be in the right mood for this kind of freaky. Like I'm afraid this might happen. Anybody ever in the right mood to finish Handmaid's Tale? Because good God, that that show is super depressing. Yeah, I know, and it's so good though. But like, I didn't even get through to the second season. So I I want, I want to. Like I really want to, but I just like, especially after the year we've had, I feel like I'm not in the mood for it. So I only watched the first two episodes of the first season. So. I mean, the uh, first episode was heavy already. <laughs> like, just the first episode, so... Oh, I thought, oh, I thought, originally, I thought it was going to be a comedy, but never mind. <laughs> what a, yeah. <laughs> Very funny stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was... Um, what was that movie she was in? I thought it was a sequel to Get Him to the Greek. You know, the series. Too soon, Dave. Too soon. Anywho, um... <laughs> What were we talking about? The well, I think we should <laughs> talk about our next topic. All right, let's switch topics. Which is something I was kind of excited about, so I, I stuck this in there. Uh, Disney Plus announced a new short, The Good, The Bart, and The Loki. It is premiering July 7th. And I love it. It's a Marvel Simpsons mashup. Um, the storyline is Loki's banished from Asgard once again and must face his toughest opponents yet. The Simpsons and Springfield's hmm. mightiest heroes. And Tom Hiddleston returns as the voice of Loki. And I don't know anything about it except that I want to see it. Streaming on Friday? Hmm. Am I right? Is that? No, Wednesday? Math. Wednesday. What's the date? Wednesday. 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 It's Wednesday, yeah. Um, I'll, I want to say something really quick. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Simpsons shorts that they've been putting out recently, I mean, I've been really enjoying them, especially the uh, the Star Wars-themed one that came out um, back on May 4th. Called, the one with Maggie? Um, yeah, The Force Awakens from its nap. And, oh, I loved it. But, I mean, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll watch this. You know, I mean, not a huge as huge of a Marvel fan as I know all you guys are, but I'll still watch it. But... Don't give me the look, Sarah. <laughs> Your tone is like, I'll do the Simpsons a favor and <laughs> grace them with my eyes. You're like one of the biggest <laughs> Simpsons fans that I know. Why would you even like second guess watching a Simpsons he, short? He I said, no, Johnny likes to be devil's so advocate. Precious. Every time we're excited about something, he has to be like, meh, guess I'll watch it. Meh, 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 I you gotta guess. Have, you gotta have one optimistic person on the show. It can't just be, yeah, this looks great. Yeah, this looks great too. No, you gotta have that one person. That's why I'm on this show, guys. You mean pessimistic? You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I was like... You were definitely not optimistic, Johnny. Let's be real. (laughs) Uh, Well, one thing I'll say about all this, uh, I have a few thoughts. Uh, First of all, I think it's cool that they keep doing Simpsons shorts. Mm -hmm. I think the idea of animated shorts um, and putting them out before films, which I I think they were doing that for a little while with The the Simpsons before uh, pre-Disney purchase. Yeah, they did did at least one or two of them. Which I think that's a great. I, I love having animated shorts before featured like films. I think that's a good, thro- uh, awesome throwback to like the you know the heyday of animation. Uh, and it's just a fun, like it's just a fun, especially when they did with the Simpsons. It's such a it usually they center on Maggie, um, so there's not a lot of dialogue. It really just throws back to like just classic animation. And so I think that's cool. I'm all, but the other thing I want to think and point out is is uh, Simpsons like in a owned by Disney um, 
era that we're in. I, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, they, I don't. They spent say, so much time roasting Disney. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, I just watched an episode on season four where they, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, the the early seasons they're always roasting Disney. I just wish they would. On Disney Plus, they always have categories for different Simpsons episodes, like you know, yeah. they, the future or presidential stuff or whatever. Three House of Horrors. Three House of Horror. But I want to do. I hope they do one of just just Disney roasts because that's <laughs> at least at least maybe ten episodes of just. Well, it, uh, it, well, it's probably more than that, in all honesty. But there's at least five episodes that are directly about the theme parks <laughs> which are those yeah. are my those are my favorite simpsons episodes so but i think but i think my favorite simpson uh, joke uh, from the movie is when uh, i guess bart simpson is looking through some uh, some luggage and he's like he puts on a bra <laughs> puts a bra on his head he's like hey look i'm a mascot from an evil corporation huh <laughs> <laughs> but but then i think i think and remember that they they put out a video when the, when 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 uh disney bought 20th century fox <laughs> And I feel like he's like it was. It was a funny video to be kind of like, all right, obviously, like the Simpsons are you know <laughs> have been roasting Disney, and now they're our boss. Uh, do you guys remember that video there? <laughs> and then, um, yeah, I do actually. I do. I I do remember it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I just it was. I thought that was a funny way to make a transition, but I feel yeah, like, like I kind of feel like it's like I like that it's still on the Disney Plus and stuff. It's like yeah, they were roasting us, but you know, it's like it's all. It's all good. It's all in good fun. Oh, you know? I mean, it wasn't mean spirited, but I yeah. Just saying, so I think you know. it's it's kind of fun. Like it's funny yeah. it, for me as a viewer. It's funny to be watching it on Disney Plus and be like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but Sal, but I still want them to bring back that Michael Jackson episode. I mean, come on, seriously. That he that is he has not uh, been proven that he did that voice. Isn't that where that landed? It's ambiguous that that he actually was on The Simpsons. No, 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 no. no. He was the voice. He was a voice on that episode, but the singing voice was not him. I think it was like his his top uh, impersonator. I forgot. What, I think it was his top impersonator or something or other. Well, we could just live with that episode in our memories. <laughs> we don't need to watch it again. You know what happened. <laughs> so, hmm. On a side note, I'm getting a Simpsons tattoo on next weekend. Oh, yeah? Where is it going to be? I mean, what is it? Excuse I me, don't know. John. Where is it going to be? <laughs> oh, she's going to do it on her uh, She's going to do it on top of her eyebrow. Johnny uh, Van Potna. Uh, at the Dolorosa tattoo is where I'm getting it, but it's a Simpsons mm -hmm. walk-in day. It's in the location. Is that their Echo Park location? I'm gonna oh, have to look. Wait. Obviously, they're oh, doing us. Yeah, I know wait, what you're talking about. Yeah, so they're doing a Simpsons walk-in day, but I was able to make an appointment, and he his flash is all gonna be spooky mm -hmm. Simpsons stuff, but it hasn't been released yet. So I put a deposit and I know I'm getting one as long as I, like I see one I like, you know, but I know I'm going to like it. So cool. Yay. We look forward to seeing it. I'll show you guys. I'll show you guys next week. All Sweet. Right. Oh boy. That was a really stuff. random side note. Anyway. No, well, James, hey James, what are you going to be talking about next? Uh, yeah, James. <laughs> I didn't know we were moving on, but <laughs> I'm not the host of the show, John. Well, <laughs> there it I is. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Just, this, this next topic is right up your alley. Oh, is it? It, yes, it, it is. is actually is probably more of a James topic than a Johnny topic for sure, it's, because it has to do with Cruella. Exactly. Oh, I, saw, I saw that movie. You did. Well, 
Patty Cake Productions actually just released a an original Cruella tribute song and music video. Um, the song's called Born Bad. And yeah, it's it's great. And they'd make all their own costumes. Like, wow. Yeah, they're incredible. <laughs> no, yeah, they're incredible. If you're unfamiliar with Patty Cake Productions, they basically do like film quality uh skits and shorts and music videos featuring uh Disney characters. Uh, and they have like little series of the princesses and villains doing stuff together and awesome content. Um, our, our, uh, our very own lady James is a performer in this group as, as well, uh, for an upcoming thing. She actually, uh, is portraying the queen of hearts. Oh, uh, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she's done uh, hocus pocus, uh, with them as well. And, uh, last fall, they put out this awesome uh, music video called Bump in the Night, which essentially just put all these different horror icons uh, taking over this. It's like a music video of them taking over this uh, town on Halloween night. And the thing about, like I said, the, the production Can we look at value, James instead of me? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. I prefer you to have on Sarah. But, um, <laughs> no, I, no, I want to see Sorry. Sarah with James's. Uh, just move your mouth, Sarah. Go ahead, James. So, James is probably the best of all time. I really enjoy everything he brings to the table and everything he's ever done. It's an honor and a privilege to be able to <laughs> sit here and be able to speak with him real time. I'm so honored. Live as joke, well. It's like this joke will, will really will really land for the podcast listeners. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> another another oh, visual man. gag. Um, we love our visual gags. You know what's funny is when James tells us, like, you know, watch out for not doing too many visual gags. And then we got James in on this one. And then he realized when he was partway through it, he's like, Drats, they got me. Yeah, they got me. <laughs> wow, that was my exact spot. Drats, they got me. <laughs> man, you remind me to there. <laughs> Any, <laughs> anywho, about this uh, Corella one. I, I know. I read that they turned it around really fast, like the costumes, right? Like, and it looked like such amazing quality. Yeah. The, the, so. the thing I pointed out to me that stood out about this music video was the locations. They basically recreated scenes from the movie and it looks exactly like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you didn't know, like you'd start watching it and think it was like an official, like, yeah, Cruella it looks totally video. official. They, yeah. they, it totally. It's like great quality. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait, that's like, not that's, her. Right, right. <laughs> it's like, it's like, a second. It almost just, I don't, I don't remember. Does it say the name of uh, who was portraying Cruella in the article that James wrote up about it? I don't, uh, forgive me for not giving her props, but um, she looks like pretty much exactly like Cruella oh in the gosh. movie. And th one thing I was watching was like these sets as a, just as a filmmaker, I was like, recreating like these grand awesome huge sets that are in the film Cruella for a YouTube uh, production is insane you know like it's like their production value is through the roof they're super talented uh, I, I mean I, and even like the editing with like the newspaper like, oh yeah the editing yeah everything like they do is like top notch I don't know what they do outside of this but they obviously work in film and television yeah <laughs> <laughs> You know, this this is probably just their passion, you know, something they do for fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, I mean, if Disney should be hiring them to do this. Maybe that's their end game. I don't know. Yeah, do some <laughs> of their content, man. It yeah. looks, it's like, it's, the quality's there. Mm -hmm. 
super awesome. Um, and like I said, uh, there's as a the uh, villain series is coming up with a new season, and Lady James is portraying the Queen of Hearts. So we'll definitely be uh, sharing that info once that comes out there too. Definitely. So very cool stuff. Well, do you want to talk about a fun fin film festival? I think we should. Do you think we should, Johnny? Are you paying attention? Oh, yes, yes. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dude, uh, dude, film festivals is like John's middle name. Yeah, I was like, I thought he'd perk up faster than that. Uh, North Bend Film Festival announced an upcoming hybrid edition for 2021. And I love that art. Like, I oh, love so the good. art. Zoom in, let's so zoom in cool. on that. Let's bring it in. Bring it in. Bring it in. Look at those creepy let's go eyes. In. Technical director. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> that, love is it. that is incredible art. That is it's incredible so beautiful. Art. I don't know who the, who the artist was, but shout out to them for making an incredible yeah, poster. Super legit. For the, well, what is that in the background there? I just realized in the top left. Where? Another podcast listeners can't know. Why do you keep moving it? <laughs> the, the top left. It seems like there's something peeking out in the corner. Is that oh, right there? It's <laughs> like a diner. Oh, is that what no, it is? Well, it's definitely like. Yeah, oh, it's a diner it's, it's, I thought it was an eye, like like oh. like, a, like a head. <laughs> no, um, this is the the Tweets Cafe right here, the the, oh, uh, okay. the double R Cafe for Twin. That's Peaks. what I was thinking. Yeah, because it's like no, it's the original shooting location for Twin Peaks. Yeah, the area that this place takes place. So, um, it's cool. returning this summer, July fifteenth through eighteenth, and it's a hybrid. So there's going to be in person mm -hmm. screenings and virtual screenings, and the majority of titles are actually going to be exclusive to either physical or virtual programs. So it's going to be only a few overlaps. So it's definitely going to be like, that's awesome. It's almost like two, two events. different experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. I really wish I knew about this film festival would have submitted it. My film on my short film for this. I know. I didn't know anything about now it. Now you know for next year. I do. I don't think it's going to, I don't think I'm going to submit it, but the cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I have three other short films in the making in, in, um, in the work so yeah maybe one of those you'll have something for it yeah so well fun, i'll say fun. this uh to any of our uh viewers listeners in the pacific northwest you definitely want to check this out if you could go there <laughs> uh creepy kingdoms uh co-owner ryan grulick will be uh attending on behalf of Nightmarish Conjurings, which is owned by the lady that lives in my house <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna it's it's going to be a good old time for all of us. And That's awesome. I, I wish I could attend, but is he allowed? Is he allowed to do Creepy Kingdom coverage too, or is uh, she cracking cracking the whip know. on that? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll tell <laughs> no. you where to stay tuned. It'll either be here or be at <laughs> Nightmarish Conjuring. Yeah, I don't want to anger the lady of the house, but uh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I would love. I want to go up there and visit, especially because. Well, I've already told on myself before. I hadn't seen Twin Peaks before, and we're watching season two right now. Oh, and sweet. it's not on Netflix anymore as of June 30th. So fortunately, yeah. my friend, my dear friend, let me borrow the DVD set she has. So yeah, we're catching up, and now I like super want to go visit up there. And it's it's beautiful. Check everything I've been, out. I've been there. I've been up there twice, and it's gorgeous. So I've only beautiful. I've been to Seattle twice, but you're like just in Seattle, and yeah. then. Um, I've taken a train up there like a long time ago for like some, uh, a family member's wedding, but I got like the flu and I was super sick the whole time. So I think I've just like blocked that trip out of my memory. 
<laughs> was a long time ago too. Anyway. Well, I go there regularly, so. But I'm gonna miss this. Well, I'll cool. ask you when I when I go. I'll ask you for all the cool details. I'll I'll share them with you. You'll know. That was very fun. kind of you. <laughs> no problem. It's the least I can do. <laughs> hey, um, I know someone who's going to be really excited about this part of the show. I am this time. You are? I feel like I haven't been talking too much. Why? Oh, you haven't had enough time to talk? Do you need your whole, oh, do, own do you, little do you need, section? Do you need, uh, do you need a platform? Yeah. Do I think you need, I do you need a platform to express yourself, Johnny? I do. I do. Okay. Actually. Well, then that's great because it is time for Johnny D's <laughs> Pick of the Week. Yeah, so this week's pick of the week is um, Ninja 3, The Domination, which is out on Blu-ray from from Screen Factory. The premise is aerobics aerobics instructor Chrissy Ryder um, becomes possessed by the spirit of an evil ninja when she comes to his aid after he was shot down. Dominated by the killer's vicious. So she and tries v- to get, she tries to help, and she gets possessed by him. Yeah. What well, sucks? <laughs> the road to hell is paved with good intentions. <laughs> there we go. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, dominated by the killer's vicious and relentless rage, she sets out to brutally attack his enemies. Her boyfriend, confused by Christie's uh, changing personality and afraid that he might be her next victim, enlists the help of Yamada uh, from the last two uh, ninja movies, Enter the Ninja. Oh, yeah, because this is the third one, right? Yes, but this one has demonic... uh, This is basically half ninja movie, half exorcist. So, I mean, uh, I've never heard of anything like this before because I haven't heard of this movie, and so this concept actually sounds very appealing to me. What? What an historic event! Sarah's <laughs> interested in Johnny D's pick of the week. <laughs> wow! Did you hear that, Shannon? Someone's insider bought my pick of the week. You don't oh want me to gosh. repeat that. Yeah, don't repeat that. By the way, <laughs> so, in a life-threatening exorcism and ultimate fight to the death. Yamada proves that he is Christie's only chance for survival. The tagline, only a ninja can kill a ninja. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Come on, how does not, that? It, 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 is I, so- it actually sounds interesting to me. I'll give it to you. I, like I said, it's, it's, I'll, I'll, I guess I have to watch one and two. Do I need to watch one and two to know what's going on at number three? Uh, to be honest with you, no. Cool. I guess I'll just watch number three then. Uh, I'll just do like a third movies night. I'll just do like Jaws three, <laughs> Ninja three, like <laughs> Godfather three. Yeah, I'll just watch That's the, the, best the one, third right? movies of everything. <laughs> hey, don't poo on Godfather three. Actually, the new cut that came out a couple of um, a few months uh, back in November, I think. It's it's, it's great. It's great. I, I'm not joking about it. It's great. Actually, Godfather Part three is not that bad of a movie. But I, I just movie, I just said it's not. I was just saying it's not the best one. I don't think it's like. Oh no no! no. Well, that, not <laughs> it's not the best one. Absolutely not. But this new cut makes it uh, made it a little better. I think. But uh, this movie, uh, this movie pretty much has everything: ninjas, aerobics, um, V8. <laughs> And uh, hold on, let's recap your list of everything: ninjas, aerobics, and did you say V eight? 
Yes. Like, like tomato juice. Yes. <laughs> I, I can't say anything else about wow, that. Wow. That, that, that we, know what's, we know what's in Johnny D's world. <laughs> you have to watch the movie to figure out why I said that. So Ninjas, aerobics, and tomato juice. And tomato Johnny juice. D's world. <laughs> That's everything to him. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> You're like panning to me, and I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I am at a loss for words. <laughs> I was like, Sarah's not going to stop me from rambling here. <laughs> like, no, Bob, like you, because I don't know. Like, I don't know what to say. Take, take it away, James. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. So, um. Yeah, check this out. Um, I I think it's on. I mean, it's it's out there digitally. You can see it on. I think you can watch it on Prime and all those places, or you could buy the the fantastic Screen Factory Blu-ray that came out back in 2018 with a beautiful 4K transfer. And yeah, that should do it for this week's uh, pick of the week. Wow, that was me clapping for you. Did you hear you that? Got a fan. Yeah. You had a fan from this one. Wow. Wow. I don't know if I'm going to watch this, but Sarah said she's going to watch this. <laughs> I'll tell you if it's any good. I'll give you the real review, James. But I'm very surprised, Sarah, that you would actually um, check this out. Be surprised. Be happy. I am. I'm very happy. Um, by the way, Sarah, what's happening in the creepy kingdom this week? Oh, that well, was I mad. Think... What, what a segue. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mad cash. Mad cash. Did I, I said it. it correctly? Live. You on did. July 4th. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely 745 or 746 at night. <laughs> You're really sticking to that, aren't you? Yeah, I'm anyway, I was going to say, here, which is really crazy. I feel like this is actually I'm a question I'm going to pass to James right now. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up? What are we doing? What? We're talking about what's going on in the Creepy oh, Kingdom creepy right kingdom. now. Oh, Creepy Kingdom. That's right. Hey, we're celebrating 10 years of Creepy Kingdom. I think I'm literally hearing fireworks outside my window, and, and it's clearly daytime, so it's a little off-putting. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's why we're live, baby, July 4th. <laughs> You're really, you guys are both really trying to sell it, man. Oh boy. Uh, anywho, um, <laughs> Kingdom. Yeah, we're 10 years. Can you believe it? I yes. We're celebrating 10 years of Creepy Kingdom. And uh, every month we've been looking back at every year. Sarah's super pumped about it. But every month we've been looking back at every year. We just wrapped up June and we were looking back at 2016. And uh, in this past week, we've had a few things pop up. But instead of bringing it up, um, some of those images like we've been, uh, you guys have been brilliantly doing every week. Um, Thank you like, so you know, much. Yes, it's been, it's been amazing. But um, for me, because it's just it's nostalgic for me. I don't know if anyone else cares. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I like it. Um, um, I decided to uh, dig a little deeper on one of the things I posted about because it was such an awesome event. It was one of my favorite things that I've done, like covering stuff. And uh, this was back in, uh, I don't remember what month it was, but it was maybe November, December of 2016. And uh, for Nightmarish Conjurings, uh, I went to cover a press event about the opening of a new part of the Harry Potter section of the Warner Brothers studio tour. They wow. Just, wow, okay. They just opened up um, a Fantastic Beast thing, and Fantastic Beast had just come out like a month before that. So, oh, how cool. Uh, and... Uh, 
uh, I've drawn blank on actors' names, but anyways, Jenny Weasley was there, so that, uh, <laughs> and uh, the other dude was there from Fantastic Beasts the Baker. I'm like really good with names here, <laughs> but uh, uh, and it was cool. I got to participate in a Sorting Hat uh, experience, which, quite frankly, is the only time and place that I've ever gotten to do that with all the Harry Potter experiences that exist out there. I think the only place that you could actually get sorted by the sorting hat is by the Warner Brothers as at the Warner Brothers studio tour. I think the really important thing is that you tell us what house you were sorted into. Yeah, well, that's every I, I'm always I'm always sorted in the right house, whether it was there. I think when Pottermore came out, you know, you get sorted in there mm -hmm. every time. I've been slithering, so it's clearly. Are you serious? Yeah. Ew! How Ew. are we friends? What are you talking about? Slither that is clearly the best house. No, I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> Without a job. Tried and true. I'm a Gryffindor. Joe's a oh, Hufflepuff. I'm in I'm in House of Pancakes type of guy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I swear, every time these muggles try to get in these conversations. I know, right? <laughs> Muggle. Every time these mudbloods try to chime in. <gasps> That's potty language. I, I know, I know. You can't, you're not supposed to use potty language on this on this show, James. I know, James. You're the one who has the whole potty mouth. And we're doing this live, too? For I shame, know. James. For I know, shame. I know. James. <laughs> Goodness oh, gracious! Anywho, what was um? I, <laughs> yes, James. <laughs> what? Yes, potty mouth, James. Yeah, that's not my name. I'm a real American hero. Here, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. great fireworks that have been going. In yeah, yeah, fireworks. Days. Why are people playing fireworks off in the middle of the day? So have you crazy. not? I mean, I live in. Oh wait, sorry, I got to cut to me for a second. I live in. Paqu I live in the San Fernando Valley. Literally. There's fireworks going out all over the place. Like, you can't even see them. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, what's the point? You just you want just... to scare people with the noise? Like, what's up? But the thing is, like, if you live in my neighborhood, especially on 4th of July, you just walk outside. You have a show, literally 360. And They're it's not all, allowed uh, where I am. Well, let me, let me inform all of you that I live in Huntington Beach, California, where firework use is legal <laughs> on July 4th. <laughs> and... <laughs> Also, Huntington Beach, California has a reputation uh, that's not super positive uh, from some events over the past year. <laughs> and um, uh, a lot of shenanigans go on around here. But shenanigans. Beautiful weather. I live by the beach. Can't complain. But July 4th, fireworks are go off. It's like a like a four-day period where it's just nonstop fireworks at night. But now they've started doing them during the day. <laughs> so we're we're keeping the party going. Anywho, back to Harry Potter and the Warner Brothers Studio Tour. Um, that was, uh, it was such a cool experience to cover that. Uh, I actually cut together a little video for Nightmare Conjurings at that time. And I was like, Hey, why don't I dig that up and, uh, share it on the weekly creepy. We have a little, little throwback yeah. uh, of that, of covering that event. I could talk about it or the video viewers can look at it. <laughs> that just sounds scrumptious. Let's do it. Upstairs in this Harry Potter wing, you know, with all the Harry Potter movies, and then you, you turn the corner, and then there's a whole other wing with um, 
piece. And all the talent and all the layers that went into it, it's so great to see it in this museum, you know, fashion. For fans, you know, these costumes and props were such a big part of their experience whilst watching Harry Potter, yet they didn't get to see the detail. And I think that's what's exciting for people. They get to see those details that maybe weren't exposed in the film. I, I saw the sword in and they put it on my head, and it said my house. I hope you know that for everybody. Actually, that's all you can The only thing that happened said Slytherin, which was no bueno. But aside from that, that was pretty cool. This is, this is we're going to revisit this another time. <laughs> this is too, what? This Gryffindor Slytherin uh, debate here. But um, one thing I want to say, which Bonnie Wright pointed out uh, in the video, which was that the coolest thing about that exhibit is <laughs> able to like look at all the cool, I got a puppy here all the cool props <laughs> and everything from the film. Like, I mean, you can't touch it because it's buying glass, but you can sit there and just stare at it. There's so much detail in all the props. And it's it's absolutely incredible. Well, that's um, part of what's so amazing about it is just like the whole new world that's created there. Mm -hmm. Like, and it feels real and it's so detailed. So. Yeah, I'm not sure of the current state of this wing because um, that was from 2016. <laughs> um, but I know that they just reopened. After yeah, I was going to say pandemic. they just reopened. Yeah. So I, I want to get back down there and uh, do a kind of an update. The whole tour is fun too. Uh, we've we've experienced we've covered some of it on Creepy Kingdom when when they have their uh, horror made here uh, experience. Yeah, that's the actually past. the only time I've been on the tour is when we got to go through it as part of Horror Made Here. I'm so sad. I never got. That's still one of my very favorite like Halloween like haunt events I've ever attended, and I've been to a lot. So. Well, yeah, what's cool about that, in my opinion, is it's kind of rethinking haunts, mm -hmm. and it gives you instead of the uh, the conga line experience that we're all kind of used to, uh, it, it's more of a everyone gather in this room, and then a series of shenanigans plays out around you, mm -hmm. which I which is a totally different approach than we're used to just going to haunts all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that was its strength in how it separated itself from. Uh, from uh, you know other haunts of its of its size, uh, so I, I I don't know. Have you heard anything about it coming back, Sarah? Well, so I had heard initially they were hoping to come back this year, and then I did see a post on Instagram saying it wasn't even a post; it was a comment from them on another like a question someone asked about them trying to come back 2022. So okay. I don't think that's the official announcement, but I. Think we might not see it this year. Well, as long as it, it is, I hope but, they're still coming back. Like I, I want to see it again. Yeah, because they didn't come back in 2019. Demand. Oh, they definitely had demand, but they, they they didn't come back in 19, which we were super bummed about. But they were kind of, kind of. I think they said that they were like gonna re, you know, go back to the drawing board on it or something. So that that kind of made you feel like it was gonna come back. Yeah, obviously they didn't come back in 2020, but I, I'm okay with it as long as it is going to come back. And I'm actually. Yeah. It's kind of cool. I mean, of course, we want haunts all the time, but it's kind of cool to build up this demand for it, you know, instead of having it every year, uh, you know, because it's because with with internet, we're diving into haunts here, but with stuff with stuff happening every year, uh, there's this kind of thing of trying to make it a different experience, which can be uh, hard, especially for new haunts like this. Mm -hmm. And so I, 
I don't mind them taking a break as long as it is coming back because every yeah, year it's gotten like better don't stress better. long if it's not going to come right, back right. because <laughs> I want to see it again. Um, but yeah, I, I do like. I felt like when I went, it was just it was so well planned out and just so immersive and just like really just a really beautiful event. Like I was in awe of it, and I like at least that they're. It's like they're not going to bring it back if it's not what they're envisioning, which I think yeah is yeah. That is very cool. And and just so the last thing about our main here for everyone is that it is on that Warner Brothers back lots. Uh, and it's the experiences and the area you hang out with are on these sets where some iconic films have actually been shot. So I, I that is a very unique experience. And obviously, Horror Nights at Universal Hollywood has a little bit of that when they have uh, haunts in the back lot. But it's not really the stuff on Universal Backlot where they put up haunts in the past. They weren't really like where classic horror movies were filmed besides Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like Dr. Seuss or uh, the Alien movie that I'm drawing a blank on or World of Worlds. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, which that's a gory sci fi movie, but it's not a horror movie. Uh, but uh, being at the Warner Bros. Backlot, you know, first of all, being a huge Monster Squad fan, there's like all these scenes from Monster Squad, like all where we hang out, the church where the end scene where uh, Horace gets his mm -hmm. redemption, where I, I've reenacted the scene at the same exact spot mm -hmm. while I was at Horror Made here. I'm sure that's somewhere on social media as I talked about <laughs> at some point. <laughs> um, so a lot, a lot of cool stuff. And then uh, Gremlins is uh, you know, one of my all-time favorite things ever. And they don't have a Gremlins experience, but uh, some of the houses, uh, the exteriors of the gremlins houses are in this area as well and they did like uh projections of gremlins in the windows and <laughs> so it's cool to do it anywhere but the fact that it's where the films were shot is like such a special uh added bonus to the experience yeah it's like even walking into it before you got to the actual event was already like exciting mm -hmm. just being there and another side note too is um i'm not sure if you guys know but warner brothers just launched a new online like a horror online store um it has like exclusive shirts from the conjuring the devil made me do it um it's wbhorrorcollection.com so it's all of their different yeah it's got like cool stuff from i don't know the conjuring and obviously an it friday the 13th nightmare on elm street Exorcist. Space Jam. <laughs> <laughs> is the Space Jam isn't in there? Okay. I don't, I don't think so, but... <laughs> uh, by the way, I, I know I posted this on Creepy Kingdom when the Space Jam trailer dropped. There's so many horror like icons, like Easter eggs in the new Space Jam movie for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm really really eager to see why that is or how that plays out. In the, when it, it's coming out pretty soon, I think. I think it comes out like a few weeks, right? It comes out July yeah, 19th, I think. I was going to say it's this month, so... All right, let's very cool. Spot all the horror people there. All right, Warner <laughs> Brothers, we've given you quite the shot out here. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be this, by the way. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I have no witty response to that. Me but, um, either. <laughs> well, let's talk about our upcoming live streams because this is something coming up really quick that I'm ex really excited about. Uh, we're doing a release day stream with Serena Valentino for her new book cold-hearted and that's happening on tuesday yeah that's like days away july, july 6th oh my god i this is I, incredible exactly. i mean every, <laughs> every time i think about like that this is happening i just it's like a pinch me moment you know um the creepy book club has been going through serena valentino's books for the past few years and 
and we never thought when we launched it that we would have her on the show a and also have on the show on the on the release day of her, one of her books yeah to celebrate it with to us to celebrate it, amazing yeah. so that's going to be a really awesome special night we're really excited about it uh serena's excited to come chat with us she's been watching our live streams uh for a while and interacting in the chat when we do them and she we gave breadcrumbs yeah she even gave clues about the new book in the last live stream we did in the chat uh so she's been such an awesome creepy kingdom supporter so we're so excited to actually have her come on one of our shows and chat it up i mean i'm saying we i'm just saying collectively creepy kingdom but then of course the show is hosted by tv street Gretchen. and even though i was on one episode of the creepy book club i will not it's be lucinda wait As who lucinda. was it you or was it lucinda uh, oh sorry lucinda was on there i wasn't there but uh <laughs> it's just gonna be tanisha and gretchen chatting it up with uh serena uh live july 6th at 6 p.m pacific 9 p.m eastern <laughs> So, yeah. So come in and hang out, watch the show live on our YouTube or Facebook. And if you miss it live, uh, of course, we'll have it on our YouTube and on our podcast feed, just like the same way you consume this show. Yeah, live. <laughs> As live. always. Live, like right now. I mean, live. not actually right now, but any of the other episodes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I love it that it's 8.01 and still daytime. It feels like daytime still. At yeah. Night. yeah, you're just really, you're really we're, trying there. We're, huh? we're in Alaska, that's why. Yeah, that's it. Totally, we all went to Alaska for this <laughs> and sat in different rooms. It's a better, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we don't want the uh, feedback loops or professionals. Yeah, exactly. Well, I know we were on a haunt topic for a little bit, and I kind of need to get back to it because we have something else to talk about. Okay. Um, it's just uh, a little update from Orlando's stream, scream and stream Halloween event. Um, right now, they you can save twenty five dollars on uh, if you buy pre sale tickets. So it's save twenty five dollars versus mm -hmm. buying it at the door. Um, it's fifty five dollars per vehicle, valid for admission for one vehicle and up to eight passengers as long as they all have like legal seatbelts. Eight <laughs> passengers. I was like, what? <laughs> Must be a van. I was like, yeah, what? like a like a transport SUV yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> guys but, take two cars support this haunt yeah exactly <laughs> take two cars support the haunt um they are really uh working on trying to they're revamping it um the lead writer is a halloween horror nights veteran um patrick brayard and it's starting September 17th. So it starts early in the season. So it's select dates September 17th through October 31st. But I think the sale just runs through this weekend and it ends on Monday. So if you want to, if you're in the Orlando area or will be in the Orlando area, get your tickets now so you can save some money. There you go. For sure. I mean, yeah, if it's, it's $55 and, oh, is it? Is it fifty five dollars and then twenty five dollars off, or is it is fifty five the cost with the twenty five dollars off? Fifty five is the cost for twenty with the twenty five dollars off. So right now it's only fifty five dollars for up to eight people if you can fit them safely in, say, yeah, eight, in your car. Yeah, yeah eight <laughs> people really between fifty five bucks. Yeah, that's <laughs> what kind of hot. And, it, go and I like it's like the the clowns zombies versus clowns or clowns versus zombies theme. It yeah it looks like there's some kind of like uh sh like a uh, laser shooting yeah so they're to trying it. to include there's a cool little video um on their website they're trying to instead of it just being they said instead of it just being a product of like covid 
um, with the drive-through things and just leaving it that they want it. They're rethinking it, how you can make, they can make the passengers feel like they're part of the event. So oh, they okay. include your car and the passengers in the storyline. So it's not like you're just sitting, sitting in a car feeling safe and watching it. So oh, yeah, cool. it looks fun. I will someday. I'll, I'll make it out there for Halloween time, but well, I, there's too much stuff going on here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are you and Ashley at the Haunt List are the SoCal Haunt people. You can't be traveling out of state during haunt I know, season. I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, we we did cover their event last year, and of course, so we'll be covering it again this year, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But act now to save some monies. Save some monies. Listen to yeah. us. We will help you save the monies. Save some monies. Save monies. <laughs> and then I, we do have a little uh, theme park news to round out the end of the show. And this is something I'm really excited about and also mm -hmm. kind of dreading. But I'll explain the second. Dreading. Wow. Dreading. <laughs> oh, boy. Disney and Pixar's Coco is cu coming to Mickey's Philhar Magic in the Disney parks uh, starting July 17th. And... <laughs> They're using the song Un Poco Loco, and that's why I'm dreading it, because every time I hear that song, mm -hmm. it is stuck in my head for, like, two weeks. And I just go around singing Un Poco Loco, and Joe can't stand it. I think he wants to, like, kick me out of the house. He's like, please stop singing that song. <laughs> so that's the only reason. It's like, last time I watched Coco, like, right before we went to Disney, Sarah, I just was singing that song for, like, a week. So. Sarah, that sounds like a you problem right there. <laughs> wow. It's not as funny when it comes from you. It's just mean. So much, <laughs> so much malice in your voice. I know. You didn't say it like funny. You said it kind of mean. Oh, yeah, rude. Sarah, that sounds like a you thing. That's, that's more acceptable. <laughs> so um, another kind of cool fact about this is that the, the, they're combining, like Donald Duck's going to be in the scene with them, and it's going to be the first time Disney and Pixar animators have worked on a creative endeavor where characters from both animation studios are seen together um, since Ralph breaks the internet. So I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. It's kind of like a landmark yeah. moment too. You know, um, uh, yeah, sorry, John, go ahead. Oh no, oh, no because you know, I, you know, I, I, I rarely talk in these, uh, I talk, I always talk a lot on these shows. So go ahead, James, go ahead. <laughs> okay. I, I don't want to be rude. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> what's interesting about this uh that landmark you discussed there sarah was um when they first announced the news on the disney parks blog uh it said that this was the first time that disney and pixar characters have appeared together uh on the same uh thing and it was totally somebody in the comments that was like, um, actually, no. <laughs> um, actually. <laughs> and I, I usually I usually hate um actually. Like I, I got um actually this week and it like really got under my skin because the situation was not uh it was not worth an um actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but this wasn't worth it because I was like, yeah, I mean, one of the uh incredible things about Ralph Briggs the Internet amongst I uh, the many elements of it that I love is, of I course, the uh, Disney princesses uh, having their slumber party, and then they got Merida uh, in the mix there. As mm -hmm. a, so that was the first time <laughs> that uh, Pixar and Disney characters had appeared together. 
But I was, I'm excited about this news. I mean, first of all, it's like super random. Uh, uh, Mickey's Fill Our Magic has not been updated since it opened at all. And I don't remember exactly when it opened. Um, mid 2000, maybe like 2007, six, eight, something like that. I don't know. But um, all of the songs that are in it are like, like at least 10 years older than that. Like they didn't have any like new uh, songs in there at all. I think it, I think it was released during a time when there was a little bit of a uh, dry spell of Disney animated hits, like in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. So they're like, uh, we know you don't like Home on the Range, but I uh, remember the Little Mermaid and Blinky. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, don't worry about Atlantis, but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think it's cool to be, it's a three D show, so I mean you could update it any time. So I'm glad that they're actually updating, but it's super random. <laughs> I'm excited that it's Coco, but I just thought it was kind of a random choice. I feel like, yeah, I'm excited it's Coco, and I'm like, please don't let this be, like, the only place that you're really trying to incorporate Coco, aside from just, like, you know, the little Halloween section, the Day of the Dead section during Halloween time. Yeah, Coco that was like, I feel like Coco needs its, like, it's worthy of its, like, own ride or own experience. So I'm, yeah, like, dude. glad this is happening. But the music is in Coco is so good. The story is so good. The characters are amazing. It's beautiful. Like the sights are beautiful. It's just like make it into something awesome. Oh yeah, you you, you want to be you want to <laughs> yes, do it for Sarah. You want to <laughs> be uh, immersed in that world for sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Experience. There's been like a lot of heavy rumors, but nothing concrete that uh, that the ride at the Mexico Pavilion right now with the three Caballeros. <laughs> Uh, would be made over to a Coco uh, attraction. I would love uh, that. Um, which would be cool, but it also would be like cramming it into a space where uh, it could be better from the ground up. But yeah, I agree. Just because like the land, the the land of the dead. I don't know what to call it. Is like so vast. Like it's so huge. It's like you don't want to see it crammed into like a really small like you know, smaller than it's a small world space kind of thing. Yeah, no, that, that ride area is, is pretty small, short yeah. experience. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, but either way, this, I mean, it's definitely uh, creepy newsworthy uh, to have Coco put in here. There's nothing really creepy in uh, Mickey's Philhar Magic, which the show should not be called Mickey's Philhar Magic because Mickey Mouse is like not even, is like not even in it. For, he's only in it for a second. It's really be called Donald's Philhar Magic. <laughs> I know. Mickey just produced it, by the way. Yeah, well, you know. Duck does all the work. Mouse gets all the credit. It's the same old story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Corporate greed. Anyways. um, uh, Yeah, it's coming to DCA uh, really soon in Disneyland Paris. But it's not going to Walt Disney World until an unknown date. Uh, Not sure why. But Mickey's Fallen Magic has only been at DCA for like a few years. Yeah, I was going to say, we we haven't. I hadn't written it or watched it or whatever since since it came to DCA. So I yeah. had had not seen it in 2000 or whenever you were talking about. <laughs> Anyone that doesn't know what DCA means, it means Disney's California Adventure. I don't think there's anybody listening to this show that doesn't but know. But thank you. That was really, that was really, you know, thank you for making sure to include everyone. I know, so, I, and I know someone right there's like, actually, James, I had no idea what you guys were talking about. You're really confusing <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah, actually. <I> just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways, 
sorry. I, I, I was gonna put I was gonna put this person on blast that um actually me that pissed me off, but I just decided not to last second. <laughs> James, don't be no no no. Don't be angry. Rain it in. Don't be angry. Don't be. Okay. We gotta wrap. The, we gotta wrap this up and be happy and cheerful because there's gonna be fire. The fireworks are going. Fireworks. I love. I'm. Ha- you know, it's the Fourth of July. Um, eight twelve at night. Eight twelve at night. I'm happy. I'm happy. You know what? I watch this show every week. Big fan, guys. Um, <laughs> Thank <and> you. <laughs> it's so much effort to have to keep typing everything I want to say. So to be able to just say it verbally, an experience that most of our viewers will probably never have the opportunity <laughs> to, to, to have. I feel privileged and honored. <laughs> well, we'll let we'll let you back on every once in a while. Yeah, every once in a while. <laughs> every holiday. Well, Everyone thank you it. for joining us and telling us all. I was excited to hear about Fear Street yeah, premiere fun. and you betcha. all of our fun random tangents, as usual, as mm-hmm. expected. Even though there's no one here chatting with us, we still managed to go off on tangents. Because I turned off the comments, even it's the part, live. So. part of the beauty of, of our show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so, yeah. I have like, a lot to I say. I can't wait to bring you back, James, on Labor Day. Labor Day. I, I've noticed that like every holiday hits Weekly Creepy this year. Like, it's just like every time. I know <laughs> what happens. It's like every like some are some holidays are always on Sundays, but even the ones that aren't, they just keep hitting on. <laughs> it's and Weekly then, uh, Creepy is a celebration every Sunday. That's right. We saw yeah. And then please, please come back on the Weekly Creepy during uh, Rosh Hashanah, where we have a uh, amazing uh, party going on. So, really, I've, yeah. Tell me more, John. You're planning it? No, it's to be determined. Oh, okay. More details soon. More details. If you want to check out the details, you can go to creepykingdom.com. You're not going to find any details about John's Rockstar <laughs> party anywhere on that website. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer, James. Disclaimer. Oh my gosh! All right, you hooligans. That's an appropriate name for us. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And for those of you listening to our podcast version, don't forget you can hang out with us live on our YouTube and Facebook Sundays at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. I don't know where you're pointing, James. Like right now. I'm shouting out. (laughs) I'm pointing to the grumpy octopus in the background. Oh! I can there see it now. I thought it was like a balloon, like an it balloon, but now I can see it's a grumpy octopus. So now I understand. Yeah. Very, very good. Um, so I, anyway. I, what a great way to end this in, show. In, in, <laughs> any final, <laughs> I, any I, final I realized, thoughts from you guys? I, I realized I went the whole show without giving a shout out to the grumpy octopus. I just wanted to jam oh, in there. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. You got to shout out the grumpy oct- octopus. Yeah. I almost called it that. I, I, hope everyone's it right having, now. I hope everyone's having a great 4th of July. Yeah, everyone enjoy your holiday, and we will see you next week. Until then, keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. Bye, guys. Bye. This podcast has been a production of the Creepy Kingdom Podcast Network. Executive produced by James H. Carter II and Ryan Grulick. Visit creepykingdom.com to get access to all of our articles, videos, and podcasts. Join our Patreon for exclusive content. Patreon.com slash creepykingdom. Until next time, this is Hannah reminding you to keep it creepy.